Hello and welcome to Last Time On. This is the podcast for people who want to watch all of this prestige television, but who's got time for all of this? You know I don't. Time is an illusion. I'm Jafar. <laughs> I'm Ben. <laughs> and I'm Victor. <laughs> and we're talking Stargate SG-1. And we are the Goon Squad. Yeah, woo! Goon Squad! <laughs> uh, we are, this is episode five we're watching it's season three episode 19 new ground but before we get to that in what has become a weird tradition for me in podcasting sci-fi tv shows (laughs) there are rumors of a reboot happening soon yes i'm taking full credit for this this is because of us (laughs) <laughs> yeah i've been meaning to bring this up but when i was doing research before our first episode of, of last time on i came across something from deadline hollywood saying that uh stargate is in the works for a reboot and this was pretty recent let me pull that up i think it was earlier this year um it's there's no details on it but yeah deadline hollywood dated april 14th 2023 uh, it basically says that due to the fact that uh, Amazon spent eight and a half billion dollars uh, acquiring MGM, uh, that they're in the works of rebooting pretty much all of MGM's IPs, which I mean, makes sense. If they spend that much money acquiring MGM, they're going to want to make some money off of their purchase. Uh, so it just says Stargate. It doesn't say specifically SG-1, but among the titles listed there, they list they specifically listed Stargate along with Robocop, Legally Blonde, and Barbershop <laughs> that are in development. Uh, it doesn't say if it's going to be more movies or if it's going to be a TV series or what, but Stargate something is currently in development right now over at Amazon Studios. So I thought it might we'll be if fun anything to comes do... of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense logically that they would. I mean, you don't spend that much money and, and just let it sit on a shelf. So they got to do something with it. And I, I don't care if it's a video game or whatever. It, you know, just do something with it. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, anyway, I thought it might be fun to do kind of like what, uh, what you guys do on the Who Are You podcast and do a little fan casting. Like, who do you think would be ideal in the reboot? Let's just say they're doing SG-1. Who, uh, like... Let's go around the table and who would you pick? Who would you? Who is your actor for uh, the new Colonel O'Neill? Jafar. Oh, this is so easy. <laughs> this is like, uh, listener, this this idea was pitched to Ben and I maybe ten minutes ago, and <laughs> both Ben and I immediately were like, "I have the perfect recast." I'm curious to know if it's the same person. We'll see. It'd be really funny if it is. I, I'm I'm kind of worried that you, you sniped out my same thing. We'll see. Because uh, if I'm going to recast Colonel O'Neill, I need someone who can do a bit of a prankster, but still be a serious military person. Mm. And there is someone who comes to mind very vividly when I think of that specifically in a sci-fi setting. And it's Katie Sackhoff. Ooh! Ooh! 
Ooh, that's a that's a controversial choice. I mean, it's, it's not, oh, but did, it, but did it would Katie be. Did Katie Sackoff get canceled? I don't know. I don't keep up. No, with this no. Stuff, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about it. Just, it'll piss off. No, all the you're making it woke now. Yeah. O'Neill's yeah, exactly. a man. There, there, Everyone there will be... ever named O'Neill has been a man forever. <laughs> <laughs> there will be so many YouTube videos by angry basement dwellers. My new office is upstairs. I'm not a basement dweller anymore. <laughs> There's a window. <laughs> Score. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think Katie Sackhoff's a great choice. Um, that is a good choice. Yeah. I'm not too concerned about the gender change, mostly because in our limited experience with O'Neill, I don't think there's anything distinctly male about his character. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's and the only time I ever worry reboot, about that stuff. Yeah. Like, if you if a character is not distinctly male or distinctly female, like there, it's not. There's nothing crucial to their story that involves their gender then why does it matter what gender they are in a recast? It doesn't. Yeah. Uh, so Katie Sackhoff can be sad that her son died and yeah. that, that replaces him with a weird alien kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she could, be, she could uh, have a, she could be just like Jack O'Neill, Jacqueline O'Neill. Ooh, Ooh, that's her yeah, name. Uh, that's yeah. it. Got it. And she could, she could have a, she could have a spouse. She could have a wife that we never hear from. We, we mm -hmm. mentioned once and then never see again. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for it. That'd be awesome. So, okay, Ben, was well, that your pick? No. Fantastic. <laughs> see, and this is, I actually, I was worried about this, uh, and I actually have, I, I had a backup pick in case you picked my pick. Uh, <laughs> because, uh, as Jafar knows from our previous podcast, Draft the Universe, where we would pick five things from a random topic, I would always have a list of 15 things <laughs> in case every one of like every one of my two other co-host choices were on my list Ben, uh, you're the kind of guy who overpacks on a on a trip don't you oh absolutely uh <laughs> i'm gonna be there for for three days well i need to have at least seven pairs of socks yep. uh <laughs> so the thing we need for our colonel o'neill maybe maybe we've got somebody who's you know resourceful Somebody you can count on that if they end up on an alien planet without a whole lot of resources, they can still get the job done. You need a MacGyver. MacGyver. Oh, no. So <laughs> Lucas Till is my pick. Is that the new MacGyver? That is the new MacGyver. That which, would be if you didn't know, fuck. I love it. <laughs> there was a new Mac there was a new MacGyver show. It ran for almost a hundred episodes. No Good way. For them. Yeah. Wow. So is that I don't more know how than much... the original MacGyver? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think that that thing went on forever. Uh, uh my my aunt was a huge MacGyver fan. And I remember she had she recorded VHSs of she had a rec <laughs> like a, a hand recorded VHS of every episode. She took meticulous notes on every episode <laughs> of MacGyver. She oh, that is hard notebooks filled with like plot stuff and everything yeah. so the original macgyver went for 139 episodes so wow all like about an extra season or so so okay. not bad yeah the thing about uh lucas till a little too young to be our actual colonel o'neill but it would be a fun choice i thought it would, it would be an inspired pick if i'm going for who i actually like in my mind thinking all right who can play grizzled, you know, 
I've seen things military veteran, but also can crack a joke, can uh, like get down with the goofy. <laughs> Eric Bana. That would be that would be good. That'd yeah, be good. I, uh, I loved him I, as I, um as a Romulan. <laughs> he was he was great uh, in Star Trek 2009. Uh, yeah. We've seen him in like really like he's in one of my favorite war films, Black Hawk Down. Uh, but then I've also I've also seen him in things like Funny People, uh, where he's actually really really funny in a movie that's not very funny. But that's not the point. It's <laughs> it's it's a movie about funny people. It is not a funny movie. It's a I love that movie. It's uh, movie. as as somebody who did stand up for a while, I'm just like, oh yeah, I know this. Like, we're all cracking jokes because we're dead inside. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think Eric Bana, right about in that right age range, mm-hmm. can totally handle it. See, this is how I know I'm in the presence of podcasting professionals because you guys, I mean, yeah, I give you guys like ten minutes notice about this idea, and you, you fucking just wow, you milked it in that time. I got nothing. I just say Oscar Isaac over here. I, that's all I got. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch Oscar Isaac do. Well, I have to say almost anything because I didn't finish Moon Knight. But yeah, that I couldn't finish it either. It was kind of boring. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> I, I finished it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, uh, wow. I, hmm, how do I follow up? That? <laughs> uh, I, I just think With he's got it. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I just think he's got excellent range. He was in, uh, I think it's called Ex Machina. I think that was yes. the name of it. And he yes. played a very different character from Poe Dameron or uh, not Duncan Idaho, fucking Dune guy, Leo Atreides. And yep. he's like, man, just got such good range. Yeah. And plus, I, I think it was such a such a crime, you know, spoiler alert for Dune that, you know, he dies in the in the first movie. Like I would have loved to see more of Oscar Isaac on screen. I don't uh, know. Maybe they'll do you, something different. And bring I think back. you will. If I'm remembering, yeah. I believe there's some flashbacky stuff. Or, yeah, it'll flashbacks, be flashbacks. Yes, if they do. Yeah, I was like that we're yeah. coming up on somebody else. I won't spoil it. Somebody in the Dune universe gets cloned a lot. Spoilers. Uh, no. <laughs> but it's not him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't, yeah. If you're a movie studio, you don't pay the money to have that guy and it just to have to have him die in the first, you know, first half of your story arc. So. Yeah, he's no true. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you do. Mm, hey, yeah, I only we only have to budget. pay you to be out of here for two weeks. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> or if you can only afford um, uh, James Earl Jones' voice, not his actual <laughs> his face. We're going to transition to this to talk about the episode <laughs> because I'm mad. We're gonna get my first. <laughs> we're gonna get my first Gator Hater point here. Oh, <gasps> we can do that. I, I'm doing it. He's doing it. <laughs> okay, Vic. Yes, what sir. is this episode called? Uh, new ground, right? Yeah, new ground. No, higher ground. What? This episode is oh, called no. Higher Ground, and we what, open in Media Dig. They are literally in a hole. And part of the episode, they dig deeper into the hole and find more stuff down. We literally go lower as the episode continues. Well, it's 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 actually called new ground. I'm looking it's, at it. Right it's new now. ground, yeah. Oh, you said higher ground when I wrote it down. Uh, <laughs> God 
Okay. Well, now I'm incredulous for nothing. I will die on any hill. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it works because in order to have new ground, you're not going to have... Yeah, they dug it out and now they're finding new yeah. ground. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I guess it's all right. No, it's old ground. It's distinctly old ground. It'll that's old, why there's old ground. stuff in it. Yeah, that's old ground. So if you want new ground, you got to put it on top of the old ground. So yeah. it technically would Get be some topsoil. Lay it Your down. Your rage is justified. Build a raised bed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got season three, episode 19, New Ground. This is our fifth or sixth episode of Stargate that we've watched. If you're tuning in for the first time, bless your heart. Uh, we are a podcast that picks a show that none of us have ever seen. Watch the pilot, roll some dice, skip a ton of episodes, watch that next one, and try to guess what happened in the previous episodes while watching the one that we've mysteriously landed upon. Uh, we play a couple of games with this. We have our last times on where a host will explain things that happened. They feel in a previous episode, we have our Wahapahars, which are a offensive last time on where a host will force another host to explain things. And then we have our let's get weird with it, where all hosts have to make a off the cuff, most ridiculous suggestion they can think of to explain something. We open on some humans unearthing a Stargate. And we find SG-1 is getting their first hit on the cold dialing program, which was mentioned in the pilot. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's taken three years. Like <laughs> yeah. Also, this makes me really mad because it means that Major Carter invented the robo-dialer. Greetings, friend. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> She is why I'm getting all these awful texts uh, trying to sign me up for Medicaid and telling me about oh, uh, my car's extended warranty. God, you get texts. They, they won't stop with, with the phone calls with me. And I got a robot voice if I pick it up. It's, it's the worst. And they always leave messages. I get like six per day. Ah, damn <laughs> so, you, Carter. Thank you, Major Carter. Jerk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Should have joined NASA. <laughs> The Stargate opens and they send their robot through, uh, and they talk to the Fred's locals back. through no, that robot. This isn't Fred. This That's isn't Fred, Fred, man. It's that is so or something. Fred. No, it's a Malp, but Fred is a Malp. But Malp, Fred got an upgrade. That's what I'm going with. That's what happened. That's what happened. I'm gonna go no. last time on. Fred got blown up. No, he did. No, no, oh. you will not, Kowalski. Oh, last last time on. Not only did Fred <laughs> get blown up. Fred no! heroically sacrificed himself with a tactical nuke. Oh, I can, I can get behind that. Oh, was was Fred the one that blew up Apophis's pyramid ship? I can probably, get down with that. yeah, yeah. I, I'm <laughs> saying Fred. Fred is the one who saved our 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 crew uh, from the season two finale. Uh, Teal and Fred <laughs> saved the day. Teal and Fred. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, but no, they send our new new Fred. What's uh, what do they call it? I'm call it a malt. Malt. I think it's the malt? Me me mechanical appliance uh, laundry. <laughs> yeah. They end up talking to these archaeologists who dug out the gate. We've yeah. got Nyan, who's yeah, sideburns. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's mostly sideburns. Yeah. And his lady archaeologist companion, uh, Malin. And they yeah. just send the robot through and just like, hey, how's it going? Uh, yeah, which, by the way, in the opening, there were three of them originally. Yeah, and one of them just There was a third gone. person there that just disappeared. I'm wondering if... <laughs> what the hell? I want to know what happened to the third person. 
They say to avoid the bloom of the Stargate. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. That's what I thought originally happened. It, Maybe it, they got bloomed. A... I don't know if that's yeah. a thing that <laughs> eats people. I assume that's what happens. It can't be good if you stand in that in the path of that thing. Yeah. So... Nyan is talking, but he's like, oh, the legends must be true of the ancients and our people coming from other worlds. Oh, no. And we hear about the war between the Bedrosians who are now definitively proven wrong and the Optricans who are now definitively proven right. The optometrists. Yeah. Yeah. Ophthalmologists are their, are their leaders. Malin is like, Oh hell no. And she just runs away. (laughs) Yeah. She, she narks dude. What the hell dude? Malin is a snitch. That's her, that's her role in this entire episode. The Bedrosians arrive and they are, significantly more advanced than expected and i thought it was interesting that malin runs off right Mm -hmm. i i just have to say for the record here she must be the bedrosian uh track and field cross-country star because she ran it was what like like three minutes in between the time that uh that she ran off and then they come back and reinforcements and fucking hovercraft they have to fly over. Like, how far did she run? <laughs> That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> they have to come yeah. back in, in fucking spaceships. And and or, they landed. They've yeah. got these guns. If Trek has dust busters, these are Dyson textile irons. These things. Oh, are yeah. They, they look like irons. <laughs> yeah. uh, one thing I did appreciate in this episode that uh, it is something that has always bugged me about a lot of sci-fi Trek in particular. Nyan, the sideburns archaeologist, starts explaining like, okay, so you being here is weird because you've not only proved I'm on the wrong side of a war, but also my <laughs> god might not exist. Uh, uh, and I'm trying to roll with that as best as I can, but it's also kind of like hitting me deep. Uh, but you are here on the continent of Bedrosia, where we think we came from. And that's why we're the Bedrosians. And I'm just like, hey, if this was Star Trek, they would have just called it the Southeastern Continent. Like, they actually named yeah, the continent like do people that. do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every every planet uh, is just unified in most sci-fi things, which is just, I feel, is very unrealistic. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, we cut over to Teal'c stalking in some brush. And I paused <laughs> here. Like, as soon as we see him and we see him watch the dude, I pause because I'm so excited. I'm all like, are we going to get reverse Predator episode with Teal? You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. Oh, that would have been that would have been such a good just episode. Stalking bitches. This is a whole episode and just taking people out from the brush and just from his perspective. Oh, this is going to be so good. I'm so excited for this. I unpause and he gets got immediately it's <laughs> right in the face. Yeah, Teal shoots a guy and it somehow blows up in his face uh, and mm-hmm. he is down just some nasty burns like dead center in his face. Yeah, he signals um, right and off the bat. The rest of our disappointing. Yeah. And the rest of our SG-1 crew are captured with containment walls and knocked out. And mm-hmm. Malin shows up and he's like, she see those are the guys and they're like go back to base you're not in this episode anymore (laughs) (laughs) the bedrosian leader uh won't let them fire up the stargate 
He believes them to either be full of shit or refuses to let anyone believe about the Stargate. He sets up quarantine. Whether or not he actually thinks this is, he believes them, it's kind of ambiguous. He definitely doesn't want to believe them. Yeah, yeah. I this episode deals with you know, at, by the end of it, I, I liked it. But at first, I, I did not like it because it deals with what I hate most about humanity. And that is the human nature to refuse to be wrong. Like even when you have definitive proof in front of you, it's a typical human nature to just be um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, more calcitrant, obstinate. Yeah, uh, those are both great words. Yeah, probably better than what I was thinking of. Just to be <laughs> stubbornly defiant a jerk. and just and yeah, and just be a dick and just dig in, <laughs> even though you know you're wrong. You guys are on Facebook. You run into this shit all the time. People who are fucking wrong and you prove them wrong and they refuse to be wrong and they just ah! and that's what this entire episode is about on top of a religious thing, which makes it even worse for me. Ah, so As irritated. My, and I, I'm sorry to go to this well again. Uh, <laughs> but uh, as a religion major, the one thing I did feel about this was just like, man, you just happen to have a, a civil war with two religions where there is like something you can absolutely non-metaphysically prove like hey we found a a space travel gate uh or we can find like existence of like hey here's 3000 year old bones boom i proved we existed here more than 2000 years ago uh, uh and uh, therefore don't, don't i am right can of worms. <laughs> yeah it's it's not like you know i can walk around and be like Hey, I I I found uh you know this flying spaghetti monster over here, and so it is. Uh, it was definitely like I understood what the writers were going for, but mm -hmm. I was also it's it's a little writerly convenient to be. Hey, we just happen to have a religion fragile enough that you finding a Stargate would like completely destroy everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so the Bedrosian military here uh, resumes uh, digging as we find out that uh, Teal'c is alive. He's just very badly burned. I I'm still alive, only I'm very badly burned. Uh, before we get to that, though, they, they well, take some yeah. blood samples from from all three of them. Yes. That, yeah, that will come up yeah. in a minute. Uh, oh, sorry. Which is okay. also one of those funny things about about Stargate is that humans are like the cockroaches of the galaxy. We are just <laughs> freaking everywhere. Um, yeah. And so they take this as proof as like, you guys are human. So you must be, uh, if you're not uh, Bedrosian, you must be optricians trying to trick us. Uh, you can't mm -hmm. be from a different planet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so it's one of those things where it's like, with the technology we see these people have, they are probably a hundred years from being out there in space and being like, oh man, humans are freaking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, before, before we do move on though, one thing I wanted to address is like, that's one of the very first thing uh, Daniel Jackson, before they go through the gate, Daniel Jackson wants to volunteer to go through and Colonel O'Neill is kind of like, uh, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up. We, we don't see a DHD. And he, they they scan the robot around, and there's like, does anybody see a DHD? 
So what I want to ask is, Ben, what happened here? <laughs> what the hell happened? Can't explain. But I got the van. What's a DHD? <laughs> oh, we know what a DHD is. I do? don't know what the acronym stands for. It is uh, the panel. Yeah. Uh, give, it, give it an acronym. What, what, what's the acronym? Okay, so the acronym is... Uh, it is the dial home dialer. O'Neill came up with it <laughs> just to piss Dan Jackson and uh, Major Carter off. <laughs> just use the, the dial, dial home, home dialer. dialer and it just stuck. <laughs> That's probably just exactly it too. <laughs> it feels, it feels right. It's like, is that the name? Like Hammond is back there. Like, is that the name you're going to call it? And it's like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. General. <laughs> what the hell <laughs> damn it Bobby <laughs> but but he also tells them to uh, just in case bring a Naquita reactor with them yeah that's got to be a gift from someone maybe the turtle mm. people from a couple episodes ago <laughs> or the Takra the uh what was it I, I, I hope it was the the, the furlings that was, <laughs> we uh, haven't adventure. met the furlings yet yeah, well, I hope it's them. They and I hope have. they're furry. <laughs> I hope they're little Ewoks. Anyway, sorry about that. I wrote that down, but uh, yeah, I, I wrote it down as well. So good yeah. calling okay. it out. Uh, All right. <laughs> so the DNA gets analyzed, and they do say that they're a ninety-seven percent match. And they and I wanted to point out that uh, that they they brought over that big ass needle to jam into their necks, and you know these people. They've got artificial gravity. They got force fields. They got magic iron sticks that shoot lightning bolts. But the only way that they have a they can take blood is uh, with the big fucking needle jammed in your neck. So, <laughs> that's how I feel about modern technology. Whenever I have to go to the doctor and I get a prostate exam, it's like, wow, really? With all the technology we have in the world today, the only way that you have to check that is by doing that. <laughs> Yeah, is this, this really feels, necessary? This feels more amateur state than pro state. <laughs> <laughs> There's your TMI for the episodes. <laughs> uh, but we find out that the Bedrosians, uh, they believe in uh, Nefertum. Uh, and or was it uh, the Blue Lotus creature? Yeah, and Dan Jackson's yeah. just like, the Blue Lotus? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we know that. It's Egyptian mythology. And I'm like, ooh, we're back to Egyptian mythology. Yay. <laughs> I, uh, sorry, uh, sorry, Jafar, and your hopes that we end up on, you know, any other pantheon planet. Yep. Uh, new planet or, yeah. you know, it's not, <laughs> it's not like, oh man, uh, Maui said we came from here. What can I say except you're welcome? And it's like, hey, we're expanding our horizons. <laughs> <laughs> While they're talking, uh, the commander presses the issue. The truth is that they are right, regardless of anything else. Current plan, kill them all. Yep. <laughs> Make them confess or just blow it all up. Yep. Uh, yep. And we also cut back to uh, Nyan and Teal'c. And Teal'c is just like, we must go rescue them. And he's like, you're blind, dude. Uh, yeah, we find yeah, out apparently that. The, uh, uh, sorry, I was going to say, apparently the the... Bedrosian weapons are are powered by pink eye. That's <laughs> oh, that's oh, pink eye's no. a bad time. You don't want pink eye. Pink well, because yeah. the, the thing is, 
you saw how pointy like the ends of their weapons look like irons you know you just reach back there do a ba- little bit of scratch and then oh no you're giving pink eye it's doing poison damage <laughs> <laughs> oh gross that's what happened the, the goon didn't didn't wash his weapon after shoot before he shot teal in the face with it <laughs> uh but I, I i i do appreciate like Tilk is a cool badass. He is not a cool badass on the level of like some other sci-fi aliens where it's just like, even without my eyes, I can take on 12 guards. Uh, <laughs> I am just so much cooler and so much better. And it's like, then why, why do we need the human characters at all? Tilk is ready to go in, but he could not actually take out these 20 goons and save his friends. And so Nyan is absolutely right. Like, Dude, just chill out for a minute. I can go get some stuff to help you. And he goes to to try and get some supplies. And Teal knocks himself out running into a wall during a bat attack. <laughs> yeah, what was the point of those bats? That's like, I wrote that down as like, what? Why, why are there bats in this episode? <laughs> well, Victor, They're not even I can bats. tell you. They're like little dragons if you look at them. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you yeah. this is Teal'c's origin story for when he becomes <laughs> Dragon Man, and he, he becomes Bad the Dragon Man. Yeah, he becomes the the terror that flaps in the night. Let's get dangerous. Coming after all of the ghouls. Oh, that's oh man, that would have been awesome. He emerges from the from the Bat Cave, you know, with a with a costume and rescues the team, and yeah, goes on to fight crime back on Earth. Yep. Yeah. Before Nyan leaves, he's really sure that he can convince his fellow academics that they were wrong here. One in ten dentists doesn't approve of toothpaste, right? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> is Nyan the nine or the one? That's whenever I hear a single scientist make a claim, that's the question I always ask myself. See, my thought here is, and I think I think I'm with Nyan on this one, where. Okay, O'Neill, Carter, Dan Jacks, the the Stargate itself. There are always going to be people who are like, the Stargate was an inside job. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, th- this, this isn't real. Teal'c is an alien. Visible. Uh, yeah. Yes. He is, he is, by every metric, not human. He's got a belly pouch. Uh, <laughs> And so, uh, for plenty he's got of the people, golden funnel cake on his forehead and that, and that shows he's an alien. Yep. <laughs> yeah. For plenty of people, they could rationalize a way to say like, Hey, the Optricans, they believe this. They have gone to extreme lengths to prove it. Okay. Here's an alien. Um, <laughs> you know what? Now, now I, I see that I'm like taking 12 steps when one step will do. <laughs> so even if uh, even if not everybody believes, there will be enough people who are just like, OK, alien, <laughs> that it will have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of something like that. What, what would be a good metaphor? Like what would be a deeply held belief of mine that would like shatter, I guess? I guess if I went to space and I actually saw the earth was flat, I'd be really pissed and be like, no, no. <laughs> I mean, why is there this giant ice wall? Yeah. The asshole's Fair. were right. 
<laughs> How was science this wrong? Yeah. <laughs> we were wrong about math, everyone. How did we get to space being wrong about math? And the answer is a shit ton of rocket fuel. Yes. <laughs> big enough boom math. beats math. <laughs> yep. uh, uh, we cut back to SG-1, to... and they are in some real eyes wide shut level kink kennels here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. They are in like legit dog kennels, yeah, and electrified dog kennels. It's, it seems this actually makes me kind of mad uh, because <laughs> the bad guy leader is trying to interrogate them, and every time O'Neill is an asshole, he shocks Dan Jax, and O'Neill <laughs> keeps doing it, and he keeps shocking Dan Jackson, <laughs> and it's just like O'Neill, stop it, man. <laughs> You don't give a fuck. He's not getting shocked. <laughs> Call an ambulance, but not for me. It's like you're, come on. But yeah, he's trying to get them to confess and then uh, finds out that just as he's about to like start murdering them. Hey, sir, come outside right now. We found something. And we found our, uh, our DHD, our dial home dialer. Which, Okay. This was a problem for me in in this episode because they said that uh, oh, they were digging here. See what they were digging for. Who was digging? The, I think the archaeologists. A, but they weren't digging there. They were digging out the gates from the wall. That's what. Yeah, that's gotta yeah. be the thing. He found I, a mound. I, I, there was a little I bit like, where they so, had found the mound. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a little mound a, uh, that prior to the excavation had had some had some foliage. He he was on this this grassy knoll. Um, and uh, this is part of my Optrican uh, conspiracy theory. Uh, <laughs> there was the third archaeologist on the grassy knoll finding the DHD. You know, thinking about it, Ben, I think you are 75, 80% right with the name of the DHD. Although I think the dial home dialer. <laughs> I think it's dial home Daniel. Dial home Daniel. <laughs> I think I think O'Neill Daniel. said that off the cuff, like dial home Daniel. And it just became the DHD because he it. always <laughs> says that. He's like, dial go home dial Daniel. us home, Daniel. He says it every time. So it's the dial home, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> it's the the Daniel home dialer. Uh, Daniel home dialer. That's what it is. Yep. yep. DHD. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Teal has Daniel a real rough dial here. home. <laughs> Colonel O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> they keep the, the military guys keep looking at this pile of guns on the table and never do anything with it. And I was really hoping we'd get some cracks about that archaic rock throwing technology. I was just going to say, they seem to, I mean, practically, uh, earth guns seem to work better than most of the alien weapons we've we've run into so far. With the exception of that cool little snake phaser. That, that thing's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the sticks, like as soon as, as soon as the Bedrosians showed up and they have their own version of the Jaffa sticks... I was just like, how is it that every alien race is, comes to the same conclusion that 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 lasers big are cool? Laser sticks. No, but they lasers have put them on the are big cool. Sticks. Yeah, they are cool. But why do they put them on sticks? Like like holding sticks, like like the same thing the Jaffa use. Well, like, and it how, makes me mad because <laughs> well, the snake uh, the snake pistols have ruined my my overall prediction. They're still <laughs> running around with guns. And everybody else has laser guns. <laughs> uh, the commander so, starts uh, asking about Teal. Yeah. Uh, the key, team keeps deflecting. 
uh, to the science behind how the Stargate works, hoping this will convince. And Daniel just can't help himself but tell the zealot how his god isn't real, everything <laughs> is a lie, and how he's a big old dum dum. So he gets the iron. Yes, yes, he does. Yep. Uh, but then our Stargate opens, and Hammond is just like, "Hey, everybody, okay? What's going on?" And our I, commander knows how to use a human radio. And it's yeah. just like, we control your people now. We will not fall for your optrican tricks. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I am not worried about him looking at that device and knowing how it works because that's a walkie talkie. It has three buttons. It has up, down, and a hold button. But you don't oh, no, know see, how many people don't know that you have to let go of the button to hear the other person talk. <laughs> like, Seriously, this is a problem. I I don't like to drop this piece of trivia a lot because I don't want to be that guy. But yeah, 20 years in the army, I've met plenty of fucking privates who don't know to let go of the fucking button. Ah! I would I would have accepted that, Jafar. I would I would I would have accepted this, Jafar, if there was a 30 second scene of just Hammond listening to the squelch. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Like there is no way Alien Man knows to let go of the button to let the other guy talk that ah anyway that was a trigger i didn't realize i had <laughs> uh nyan cat uh, catches teal up uh i was wondering who was gonna be the first to do that uh, <laughs> or wait i got a better i got a better cut of that nyan cat catches teal with his pants down playing with his gold <laughs> Yes, he walked in with his hand in his pouch, <laughs> fondling his worm. <laughs> what the? <laughs> and the first thing he says was, "Oh, I didn't think you were coming back." <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was up with this? <laughs> yeah. So apparently, the his his belly worm is injured, and it has to heal itself before it can heal him. And uh, nine is like. How about some experimental surgery with something made for different aliens? Um, <laughs> and Teal finally acquiesces and we get some uh, eye lasers. But I am the leader of the X-Men. Oh, the leader. Yeah, so great. What, are you going to lead us to the hospital after you winked at Rogue and took off her torso? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, uh, uh, the eye doctor in a box. <laughs> As somebody with glasses... I would love this. His vision does start to mm. return here. Uh, Daniel refuses to give Teal up as the Stargate Chevrons lock in. Uh, this is where General Hammond uh, tries reaching the team. Uh, the Bedrosian commander responds. Uh, they turn on the camera on the battle bot and uh, oh, see God. the crew in cages. This makes me so <laughs> mad because like they see the crew in cages and we see that the, 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 the uh, Dan Jax is in there just like, no, stop it. Stop it. Stop what you're doing. And Hammond's like, move it around. Look around. <laughs> Pan over there. And Jax is just like, stop it. Stop it. He's <laughs> like, what's that idiot doing? Look around. Drive around. <laughs> you know, I just appreciate the fact that they, they have this procedure in place because it was going to piss me off. Like they, they, they send the, it's, it's just a, a standard procedure that they send the Stargate team. They open up the gate. They send the team through. If you, it's like, if you don't hear back from them for a, for a little while, 
you know, dial it up again. I'm glad that they did this because it's just one of those, one of those things. It's like, yeah, they're obviously in trouble if you don't hear back from them within a certain amount of time. And they, I, I just wish they would have sent sent another drone through. Be all just like, hey, uh, send send a drone with some guns, or at least like a like an arm with a baseball bat or something, and be like, knock it off, give us our people back, quit it. You know. <laughs> and what I appreciate here is our commander. He's not an idiot. He sees something pushing on the wall of the hut that they're in, and he's like, okay. <laughs> We've captured some very important people here. Uh, even though we don't believe their lies, something is going on. And you know what we're not going to do? Keep them right here where we captured them. <laughs> we're going to send them back to a bigger base. We're not going to mm. dick around and keep them here at this tiny base on Mars for two weeks. Well, you can't have a corned beef sandwich for breakfast. It would upset your stomach. Corned beef sandwiches are for lunch. As Vic pointed out, I do appreciate that they have the, hey, uh, we haven't heard from our guys. Uh, call them up and see what's going on. Uh, yeah. And so I'm asking you guys, what happened her? Why did they develop this uh, this procedure? The procedure hmm. to move them off site? No, no, no. To For Hammond to call them back up and check on them. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, what I'm, shenanigans did they get oh, trapped in? <laughs> oh, <laughs> just uh, like, hey, uh, call us back. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to so say call for that. Help. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, that Daniel Jackson was all just like, hey, guys, hear me out. What if uh, what's a what's another pantheon we haven't seen yet? Uh, um, uh, the Greek Coco Pelli. They found they, there's we are we know. we know from our predictions and the yeah. DMT labs that there is a Celtic planet. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, there's not. We just had some people got. There was a Greek the planet. Was it there a Greek, Greek planet? planet? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we had planet falafel. Romans. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go with voodoo planet. Or yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it was like, hear me out. Hear me out. What if? Uh, what's the name of the actual? Uh, I, I don't know. Daniel Jackson just decides, hey, there's there's another there's more alien gods out there that we can be allies with that'll help us fight uh, Apophis, and they go check them out. But it's like Friday in the afternoon. It's almost it's almost five o'clock, and they're like, Daniel, come on, man, we want to go home. We want to go, go hit happy hour. You know, the guys will make it quick, and the so they they dial it up. Team gets sent out, and it's a fucking spider planet, and they get captured. <laughs> And spun up in a web and stuck oh, no. in little web cocoons. Meanwhile, the rest of the SG-1 crew are Straight back in Cheyenne option. Mountain. Are all just like, yeah, all right, well, you know, they, they, it's they don't weekend. Us. They're fine. Let's go clock out. And they're stuck there on Spider Planet for three days until Monday. They come back in and they're like, oh, fuck, are those guys not back yet? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got a different answer for you. So what do we know about Showtime? The TV station in the 90s. Uh, that's the only place where you can see. Needlessly <laughs> horny. Needlessly <laughs> horny. What do we know about sci-fi shows in the late 90s, early 2000s? Uh, what's the, the Needlessly main horny. <laughs> We've dudes. got a Venn diagram here and Stargate's <laughs> in the center of it. And I refuse to accept there is not a needlessly horny episode of the show in its early seasons back when it was on Showtime. It had to have happened. 
they were on planet bordello or something like (laughs) (laughs) there was some weird shit (laughs) bordello planet Yes. They, they open up the gate. Dan Jackson just comes back and he's like half desiccated. And he's just like, I'm, I need liquid. Give me water. <laughs> Give me an IV and three broads. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Teal'c and Nyan here are making their way to the base uh, when they uh, fire a shot at a transport. Uh, they miss, causing it to land. They get the guards, get on board, and mount their rescue mission by immediately crashing the ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's um, an awesome plan. Uh, this plan actually goes pretty good uh, for a uh, not having hit anyone with the shuttle. Yes. Uh, I did appreciate So they crash the sh- shuttle. Nyan runs out and he's just like, there's a guy out there in the woods and I just barely <laughs> escaped. Please, please help me. And uh, then they immediately just start like shooting all these confused guys. Mm-hmm. And Nyan immediately shoots two people. And it's just like, welcome to the big leagues, Mr. Archaeologist. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess the sticks are kind of user friendly. You know, but they also have a, a fortunate stun setting. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep they, they make their way um, O'Neill goes for Teal'c uh, the commander gets Nyan uh, but he's carried through the Stargate as more shuttles come in uh, Dan uh, they make it through the Stargate everyone makes it through the Stargate with one cool thing when they open it up uh, back at uh, the SGC uh, the they're like hey somebody's opening a portal and now they've got two-factor two authentication. Factor. <laughs> it's like, hey, did we get a signal from SG-1? No, we did not. Close that iris. Close it right now. I don't know what's coming through, but it's going to hit a wall. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like caller ID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, do you remember the time before we had caller ID? Good Lord. I do. It was dark ages, man. <laughs> I feel like I had caller ID in the mid-90s. Yeah. Is that my privilege uh, yeah. showing? <laughs> Did you only if you had a cordless phone? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. We yeah. we had a phone that had an answering machine built in and had caller ID. Oh, uh, oh, but was it a cassette or was it a or was it? Remember, did you have to change the tape? If you didn't, if you didn't I, have to I, change the tape. I think it had tapes. <laughs> now the important question. Did you record your own family personalized voicemail message? Oh, a hundred percent. And it was the three <laughs> stooges. Hello, hello, hello. 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 With me, my mom, and my sister. Uh, I find that highly offensive. <laughs> no, you don't, because that you is, refuse that is curly to name your son Lawrence Maurice Curly. You don't get to get upset when I do three stooges stuff. You had the chance to name your son Larry Moe Curly. You chose not to. I will not abide this. <laughs> it's my culture. I can treat it how I wish. <laughs> um, one thing I will s- sadly admit, for a while, like a few years, our voicemail message was the Grease theme song. 
Oh, you, oh, uh, you know, you, oh, grease is the grease word. Is have the you word? heard? And then my dad came, would oh. come on and say, leave your word at the beep. And I, I like, oh. I did not want my friends calling my house in case we yeah. didn't pick up in time. <laughs> High school Ben was not giving out his number to girls. <laughs> no, I mean, nobody wanted it anyway. <laughs> and I don't blame oh, them. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> I'm sure that's empirically not true, Ben. I, I, you were just unaware. I promise. It's has, possible. As someone who's driven next to you and honked and waved at you because I've run into you on streets before and had you completely ignore me, I promise <laughs> you missed the signs. <laughs> Oblivious, Ben. It's happened at least a dozen times in my life where I've seen you on the road and you did not notice me. Despite me honking my horn and waving at you. Why somebody honking? Somebody must be doing something. <laughs> I'm not in a car. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't cut that person off. It's not my problem. Nice. <laughs> All right. So uh, this episode wraps up real quick. Everyone gets yeah. to the Stargate. Uh, Dan offers Diane a job as his research assistant. Uh, once uh, He's got all these artifacts he's recovered, and he hasn't had time to catalog them. So theoretically, Nyana is going to be a reoccurring character. He, he's he's going to be running the trophy room. He's going to yeah. see all of their trinkets <laughs> when they stole that guy's wallet. <laughs> what, you know, my my immediate question I had when I when this happened was is uh, is is he a reoccurring character or is this just this just something they do? That sounds regularly? like a great prediction to make. But before we make those but predictions, we, that, we should roll some dice and see how far ahead we're going. Well, b- before we, we, we wrap up this episode, I just want to say I appreciated this. Uh, I give this episode four out of five Babylons. It's uh, <laughs> I, I didn't like it at first, but with the ending, with the the way that they just didn't do the typical 90s sci-fi, um, you know, finger wagging soap soapboxing thing where they try to make the sides reconcile their differences they're just like no nope, fuck this planet we're coming home shut the gate close the iris we're not going back to that planet again those guys are dicks <laughs> I, look, yeah. i'm not thanks major do, carter i'm not gonna do this i'm just gonna say it right now if you and ben after we're done with this decide to do a podcast where you go back and watch all this show <laughs> you should rate shows on a scale of one to seven chevrons that is my gift Ooh. to you that's a good one, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do I, that. I do though. have I do have one more <laughs> I've got one more question for you guys about the episode. So, huge firefight. The people who don't believe in the Stargate now are, you know, they all got shot by a bunch of aliens who jumped through it. Malin is totally murdered, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Back at that Can't other live. base. Yeah. <laughs> so it's i hope you are happy you jerk off you couldn't have waited you know two minutes to talk to these people and now you're murdered (laughs) i i love how uh nyan cat just has no qualms about leaving his home behind is like fuck that planet they're a bunch of dicks (laughs) i'll come live here in this strange world that i know nothing about that doesn't have lasers, apparently, or hovercraft. You guys got sideburns there? Oh, yeah, man. Sideburns it's the late 90s, I mean. early 2000s. <laughs> People love sideburns. You'll fit <laughs> right in. All right. Well, Do we want to uh, go over the prediction results from last time? Lincoln, what are you doing up there? Guessing. 
I guess no one's coming. I have seen into the future. You ruined the prophecy. You have those in from the lab, Vic? Uh, they're they're coming in just a second. Uh, oh, I'm curious to uh, roll the dice. I want to know. I'm I'm actually oh. I'm actually excited now. You know, um, I'm I hate to say it. I hate to admit it, but it's true. I'll, I'll admit it. I'm I'm digging the show. It's it's different. You know, it's no not gator it's not what I expected. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no gator hater points except for the one about the guy at the beginning who just disappeared. Yeah, but I can get over it. Uh, but yeah, I I'm actually invested in this show now. So I'm excited to, to watch another episode. And we're going right, to watch. Let's, let's hear them dice roll. All right. That is a 14. Ooh. Which takes us to season four, episode 11, point of no return. What? No way. <laughs> point of no return. That's a, that's a, isn't that the name of, isn't that the name of a Babylon 5 episode? Uh, probably. I think Sounds so, like yeah. It. Yeah, it sounds like yeah, it. point of no return. Yeah, uh, and then I uh, and then frame of mind or out of mind. Yeah, they're oh yeah, point of no yeah, return yeah. is the is the name of season three. So it's definitely the name of an episode of Babylon Five. Yeah, <laughs> it's a season name episode. Um, Stargate Command is contacted by a rambling individual who claims to possess <laughs> full knowledge of a host of government conspiracies from the gov- Kennedy co- cover up to CIA-sanctioned microwave harassment of libertarian candidates. You are making this up. That's what it actually says? That's what it actually says. <laughs> I am so invested in this episode, in the series now. That is awesome. <laughs> oh, man. So okay. we'll make some predictions in a few, but let's pull up the lab results here and see how we're doing. Yep. Let me uh, let me just pull those up. I've uh, got the results from the lab coming in right now. Oh, oh, there they are. <laughs> Once again, we can do it in post, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna stop. So, <laughs> hang on. I, I actually just got a text from Angela right now. Let me just text her back. Let me know I'm recording podcast now. Can't talk. Uh, ah, whatever. I'll just text her later. Okay. Um, pull up the results here. All right. Oh gosh, and I meant to get a running total uh, again. I got That's mine. Okay. I I went through oh, really? and to- tallied up mine because God, you guys are so awesome. I gotta say. <laughs> Did you do yours, Ben? No. Slack. <laughs> I right. I went through and checked off all the ones that uh. I've gotten right so far, but I don't have a number. Yeah, uh, uh, I can figure that out because when I when I post these, I usually post the the daytime first, and then the and yeah, then the prime time, then the evening. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Uh, oh, and by the way, uh, when I when I sent this one down to the lab, I forgot to lock the poll so that people can't Oops. add their own options. And some some of the you talking to you, DMT Research Lab, you lab rats, some of you guys graffitied the poll you started adding options you're not supposed to do that that defeats the whole purpose you can't add your own options here someone god someone added yeehaw like what the hell does that even mean yeehaw and then someone else added the team faces off with a belgian guauld like a belgian <laughs> what the f- 
guys. Yeah. One of my predictions terrible. for this week was Wait. that someone was going to add Yeehaw to the poll. So I'll take my poll. Oh, of course. Yeah. Fucking time traveler. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, who had uh, Clancy Brown? I had Clancy Brown. Show oh, up. That was you. Yeah. Okay. Some, again, <laughs> some of the research lab don't understand how this works uh, because they voted on it. And I'm sorry, I went and I, I went and I checked Clancy Brown's IMDb profile, and there is no Stargate. <laughs> he's been Ooh. in Star Wars. Ooh. He's been in Star Wars. He's been in Star Trek. He has not been in Stargate. Okay. And, unless he made a secret uncredited appearance. Actors do that sometimes. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that still would have been on IMDb. Okay. But uh, even though I think that was seven a people vote on it. Seven people voted. Ugh. All right, I'm going to have to go back and confirm this because if there's seven people, I don't know if they were just being idiots or if they were actually... I, I'll, tr I'll trust IMDb. Them. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, next, your next prediction was SG-1 teams up with a Guauld. Yeah, both Ben and I had this one. Yeah, that's right. And wow, I must have been... I must have had some tequila when I posted this because I, I just now noticed my typo. Uh, SG-1 Teal's up with a Guau. Hey! <laughs> uh, but uh, with eight votes and a confirmation from Angela, uh, Angela the Gatekeeper, that I'm going to say that, that one is correct. So that apparently happens a few times. All right. Hey! And your next prediction was Plato was an alien? Yeah. No. Plato was not an alien. <laughs> All right. That brings... Plato never comes up in the series. <laughs> that brings my running total to 10. Hey, that's nice. Let's see. Okay, and next up are my predictions. I predicted that other nations get involved with the Stargate program with 19 votes, 33% of the votes. Uh, that that's a that's a correct. It usually tells me how many people voted on this, but uh, hmm, not this time. That's strange. Uh, okay, and my next prediction was uh, Teal liberates a group of Jaffa. Uh, only four votes, but I got a confirmation from the gatekeeper on that one. All right. That that's correct. Uh, apparently happens a few times as well. And my third prediction was the U.S. president gets possessed by a Guauld. Apparently I came close. Some of these guys <laughs> came close to spoiler territory and said, they, they said close, uh, someone gets possessed, but not the president. Apparently someone really important gets, gets, uh, gets Guauld'd, but, uh, but not the U.S. president, so. So somebody really important in the early 2000s, you say it's Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, let's see. So I think these next two predictions are yours, Ben. Uh, Teal'c rescues the SG-1 team from Hathor. I did get confirmation that that one is correct. Yeah. As well as there are, there are quite a few clip shows apparently. Because your next prediction <laughs> was there are there are at least two more clip shows. Um, I hate to say spoiler alert. Apparently, there was a clip show in season one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, that I actually ran the table with my predictions last yeah, you time. Got all three so that takes, right. you got, you yeah, that takes me up to uh, fourteen points. Oh damn. Nice. And, I and that's I I I completely blanked out last episode. So that's that I'm feeling good now. <laughs> well, last episode was was the clip show, wasn't it? The last one that we did? Yeah. Uh this the last was, one yeah. uh yeah. 
Yeah, it was the finale where Hathor. It ends yeah. on the cliffhanger with, um, yeah, with Hot Hathor has the, <laughs> the team. So okay, let me write this down. So Ben is at fourteen, and Jafar, you're at ten. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna be embarrassed to run my total. I'm probably terrible. So. There's a All lot right, of let's get some new left. predictions going. <laughs> All right, give me. Give me one second. I need my prime time after this. No problem. After this next episode, we will still only be about halfway through the series. So it's true. We got <laughs> a long a, way long to go. We, we got some episodes to watch. We still. have a long road to get there from here. All right. Um, time for our new predictions. All right. I, I can start us off. Uh, my daytime prediction. At some point, Daniel gets a field commission. They're there with some other soldiers. O'Neill and the major are not there. So he, he has to accept a field commission to be in charge of the mission to outrank the actual soldiers that they're with. Uh, Whether or not it sticks, I don't think so, but that's not part of my prediction. Just at some point field commission, he gets a rank at some point. All right. Uh, My evening, Uh, the team finds a game on an alien planet and plays it in a later episode. So like, Wait, is this, is this an Alamorane thing? <laughs> not necessarily. I'm not <laughs> discounting the possibility of it being an Alamorane or the, uh, disc going whole game from TNG kind of a thing. <laughs> uh, oh, that would be an amazing crossover, <laughs> but it's really more of a, like we, at some point, like in a couple episodes, they're playing Bedrosian poker or something like probably not from this world, given how everything went. But at some point they're playing some game. That's a callback to a previous episode instead of like poker or Euchre or some earth game. They play an alien game. Yeah. Okay. And then my prime time, we've seen them fight lots of cultures with like, they've most of the cultures they've experienced have been either no weapons cultures or advanced (laughs) weapons cultures. At some point, they will land on a planet if they haven't already with older weapons and someone is getting arrowed. Oh, uh, someone on this team is taking an arrow. It, it probably has happened to be perfectly honest. I'm guessing this happened back Robin in season planet. one. Someone takes an arrow to the knee. Uh, an arrow to anywhere, but yeah, takes an arrow. bonus points. If it's the knee. Sure. I'll, I'll go ahead and throw a bonus prediction. They take an arrow to the knee. <laughs> that would be great. All right. All right. Uh, uh, Victor, do you want to go next? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll go next. Okay. So uh, first, my daytime predict or wait, daytime's first, right? Yeah, daytime. Yep. I'm never going to get this right. Okay. Uh, Teal rides a motorcycle. That's it. Ooh. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it's an alien mer- motorcycle, if it's a Earth motorcycle, a Harley, a Kawasaki, whatever. It, it, he's going to ride a motorcycle at some point. That just has to happen. Uh, uh, now, continuing with my my trend of theme predictions, I'm going to predict that we're going to get a courtroom episode. All right. And for bonus points, I'm going to say that the courtroom episode, it's going to be General Hammond on trial for murdering the journalist with by running him over with a car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... <laughs> well, well, hell, I was just talking about that. Running anybody over with a car. <laughs> <laughs> 
And for my final prediction, uh, I'm going to say that Cherie becomes a villain. Kind of, kind of is. Well, no. Well, I'm okay. To be more specific, she's it's not the worm be, that's a villain. She's the villain. Well, she she tries to fight it, you know, because the last time we saw her, she was like she was able to resist control of it. I, I'm going to say that in a big, in a big twist and a big unexpected curveball, she loses completely, and the ghoul takes over completely. And Cherie becomes the big bad villain. She, oh, actually, okay, let me reword this. Cherie becomes a system lord, a gold system lord. Okay. And uh, and Dan, I'm, so I already did one bonus, but I'm but I'm pretty sure they're setting it up to where Daniel Jackson has to take her down. He has to end her. Either <laughs> one. Okay. Yep, that's totally what what they're building up to. All right. Well, uh. Talking a little bit at the beginning of this episode about our old podcast draft, the Universe Jafar. Actually, uh, and, I listened to an episode uh, of that earlier today. Oh, fun! <laughs> yeah, which one? Uh, just the anime. It was like an autoplay on my Spotify, but I just let it roll. It's fun. <laughs> I I thought it was. Uh, I shared this with Jafar. It was really cool. A friend of mine. I told her about the podcast, and she listened to a lot of it on Spotify. And she shared her Spotify Wrapped, and I'm like. My podcast is on there. The podcast that hasn't put out a new episode in five years. <laughs> yeah, awesome. You are the only person who draft the universe is showing up on your Spotify wrapped. Like, <laughs> this is so cool. Um, but uh, thinking about that made me think about gambits, uh, which is something we used to do where all of my predictions now are going to have a theme uh, for this episode. And also uh, you guys mentioning that, uh, Point of No Return uh, is a uh, theme across different sci-fi. I'm going to uh, say my daytime prediction. At least two Trek actors are notable guest stars on SG-1. Oh, that's a gimme. Have yeah. We... It was well, daytime. Already, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've already had, we've already had Quark. So you oh, yeah. need one more. I, so, yeah. I, yeah. My evening prediction. Well, Quark doesn't count. At least two. Seen them. You can't predict uh, things that at least happened. <laughs> hey, it's not my fault. There was. It's not my fault. There was a, 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 a clip show episode. <laughs> yes, it is. We watched it. If we hadn't seen it, not a problem. But we saw it, and you know. So, so I, okay, I'm we'll happy with count. it being two people, not Armin Shimmerman. Yeah, or just three. Uh, that either works. Yeah. Uh. My evening prediction, at least two Babylon 5 actors are guest stars. Yeah, that's going to be a little more. And my prime time, at least two Battlestar Galactica characters are guest stars. And from the time period this is in, that means original Battlestar Galactica or Battlestar 80. So not 2004. Not 2004. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Because then it wouldn't be, hey, we brought in a notable guest star. Because there wouldn't be a, hey, we know this person is going to be big in two years. I mean, Edward James Olmos was already famous. Oh, yeah. There, there, there are people in that that were already 
of a certain I mean, stardom. I I almost said uh, there are at least two actors from Miami Vice, and Edward <laughs> James almost would hit both. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, okay, so so you're going with original BSG only, uh, and- or Battlestar eighty? Yeah. To, was it wasn't that the same pre reboot? Kinda, kinda. No, was except that they're the not one... on the spaceship anymore, and there's super Mormon babies. Uh, yeah. Okay, I definitely haven't seen this one then. Uh, was that the one where they get back to Earth and they have yeah the, motorcycles? Yeah, the flying motorcycles. That's the only thing I remember about this. <laughs> it's the only thing okay. worth remembering. <laughs> hey, super Mormon babies. What the hell? The Mormonism is way more out on point in Battlestar 80. That is so weird because I, I've, I've been rewatching The Expanse and I just saw the episode where they, they stole the Mormon spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, space Mormons, man. They're everywhere. Are you with us, Javert? I am. Yeah, it's your turn. No, I already did mine. Wait, no, he already made his. I know, to, to take us out. <laughs> all right. Well, with all of that said, there's only one thing left to do, and that's say thank you. To remind our listeners to let go of the button when you're talking on a walkie-talkie, guys. Don't be a hot mic. Okay? Let go of the button. This has been a PSA from last time on. Uh, first off, <laughs> thanks to Sherlock for leaving a five-star review of our podcast on iTunes. Woo! Hey, yeah! I saw that. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I just waved my hands. I didn't say anything. Uh, not great in an audio medium. No. <laughs> ben, if I had to put something on your tombstone. <laughs> not great in an audio, audio medium. medium. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, also, we have to thank Ripe uh, for our excellent theme music, Goon Squad. Uh, they are announcing some summer plans. Uh, go check them out. They're touring with Orr this summer. Uh, they'll be all over the country. And then also check them out on Spotify, Tidal, Google, wherever you're listening to music. Go give them a listen. They deserve your time. Fantastic band. Thank you so much. Thank you, DMT Research Lab, for helping us uh, keep this podcast going. And thank you, Angela Gatekeeper, for your contribution. And thank you to Annette Lucina for your photograph of a uh, television that you license under Creative Commons that we have used for our podcast artwork. Thanks for making free art so we can make free art. And if you like our podcast, please leave us a five-star review and we'll give you a shout-out on the show. And if you don't like our podcast, just keep that shit to yourself. Why are you just hold why down did you the make it an hour? Walkie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you still doing here? Why do you listen to things you hate? <laughs> and we'll see you next time on Last Time Off. I'm gonna show you how